0: hi everybody um welcome to another episode of breaking free and today i'm super excited to be talking to you it's been like a long time yeah we didn't have any um, episode last um uh, on tuesday so the last time i actually spoke to you was last week thursday um first of all i just want to say a happy new month and I pray for everybody listening to me today that this new month shall bring new favors and new grace upon their life in Jesus' name. Amen. So yes, so with me here, I have the amazing MA. Hi, How are you doing? Hi Victor. Hi everyone. I'm doing
1: very well, thank
0: you. Okay. Um happy new month, I must say.
1: A new month to see you too.
0: Thank you very much. What have you been up to of late? As I do, well, <laughs> <laughs> as i do
1: doing God's work, well, there, there's been a lot anyway, which I don't want to go into, but
0: yeah. okay. Um, so I have another host that will be joining us, but I think um, that will be much later. Okay, this here. That's exciting to know. hi tolu how um, are you doing I'm
2: so sorry my network was in chambers i've been trying to come on since and it's bouncing back it's, I'm
0: all, good. Thank god. it's all good it's all you joined right on time i was doing introduction already so how have you been how have you been sir
2: ah uh, well well thank god well, okay. Well.
0: okay i want to say happy new month i'm excited to hear your voice it's been like a while
2: Happy New Month to you, wow And uh, Emmy, Happy New Month to you. Hi, Tolu. Happy New Month to you.
0: Yes, mm. So before we dive in, right? Um, Tolu, can you just do us the honors of doing the opening prayers? Okay, so before we dive in.
2: Okay, uh, let us pray. Yeah, everyone Father, we thank you for this great opportunity to be here tonight. We thank, thank you for you. your grace, for your provision, for being with us, for keeping us safe. We thank you, Lord, for coming out and going to thank you for everything we have done for all of our families. We ask for your forgiveness in every way. We pray that we give us the power to forgive and forget those who are against us. As we deliberate today, we need divine interference, divine understanding. Amen to me. Put something tangible to where you can create in their
3: life. Amen.
2: Amen.
3: Thank you very much. Um to you. So
0: on today's episode, we're talking about embracing our identity. For me, this is very interesting. When when Emmy shared the topic with my life, oh wow, I, I need to think this. Because I think at some point in my life, I struggled with um, with my identity. I had a bit of identity crisis, right? And I'm pretty sure a lot of us at some point in our life had struggled with that. So yes, Emmy, when, when, when you hear the word identity, what comes to mind? Like, what was what, the first thing that comes to your head when you hear the word identity?
2: Mm.
1: Well, for a start, when I hear the word identity, image comes to my mind. Of course, we all know that the Bible says that God created us in His image,
4: mm-hmm.
1: right?
2: What yes, said,
1: man, his image. So image comes to my mind. But apart from that, right, beyond image, identity is who you are, like who a person mm-hmm. is and what people see sometimes. So I'm careful to say identity is who you are, right? You can be a king or you show yourself as a servant before people. Do you get that? So yes, identity is who you are and can also be what people see sometimes. Mm. So, uh, well, talking about identity being who you are or what you make people. From there, I got that. You know, you can have your own real identity, like we saying, I believe everyone knows that or they've heard that uh, we have the image of God. So that's our real identity, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. there is also the revealed identity, identity. right? So it's two aspects now: real identity, revealed identity. Your real identity can be the created one, the one God created with you, right? It can be a learned identity, like um a person who. Who rises grass, right? So grace. grace, right? So, you have to add, right? to um, can also be, created as well. That's it for me. That's it for me. Right.
4: So,
0: Thank you very much, Emmy, for your definition of what identity is. You really put context to it, right? Uh, so, for me, according to your dictionary meaning, identity can be defined as the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. So, like you said, putting an image to something, to words, to anything that's what identity is. So, um, What is our identity according to the Bible? So I'm just going to read a Bible verse, Psalm 139 verse 14, which says, I praise you, O God, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. So as believers, right, this should be our identity. Right? Mm. Christianhood is not defined in terms of who we are or ourselves, or our personality traits, right? It is basically defined in terms of what God does to us and our relationship with Him, how mm. He creates us and what He has destined or appointed for us. So as so as believers, our true identity um, so is I, I, so As believers, as Christians, right? Our identity is found in the will of God, right? Not um, based on how we define ourselves or our achievements in this world, right? God made us who we are so we could make him known. So we could make known of him, right? Um, Our identity is for the sake of making known of God's identity. So through us, God is known to men. That's why as believers, we should be evangelists of God. We should be spokesman of God. So as believers, we should live a Christ-like life. What that means is when people see us, they should be able to identify Christ. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, um, God God made us who we are so that we could be known, and so that we could be, we could be known through us, right? As women, yeah. right, in general, we are very critical when it comes to our identities, right? Yep. Um, and most of us sometimes compare ourselves with other people, which I'm pretty sure at some point, one of us have done that, but this shouldn't be. Any mm-hmm. person that would tell me that they, are, they haven't compared themselves with somebody else, I would say that person is a liar, right? um because at some point in our life we we sort of compare ourselves with somebody say oh i should be this look at this person why am i not like this person why am i not like that person right um i've listed out 10 negative ways in which um we sometimes see ourselves as or some somehow sometimes identify ourselves as which is wrong and most times the the situation we find ourselves in that makes us identify ourselves as this as these things right we are very concerned about our identity about how people perceive us and because of these concerns we some we we somewhat compare ourselves to other people right which it's not a good thing but we do it i'm pretty sure everybody here on this call at some point in their life or at some point in time have compared themselves with somebody or admitted something like oh why am i not like this person i think i should act like this or i should be like this person right um in all of that right i've listed out 10 negative ways in which we identify ourselves and we must have identified ourselves by these ways either as a result of the situation in which we find ourselves right or the circumstances surrounding our life at that point in time right one of them is worthlessness there are some that um, sometimes believers or unbelievers or human beings in general, generally identify themselves as worthless, either because of how they grew up or the circumstances that surrounds their, their life, they cease to see value in their being, they cease to see value in their existence, they, and they start seeing themselves as worthless or they start identifying themselves as worthless, right? A case in point can be um, someone that didn't grow up without, a girl that didn't grow up without um, a family, right? Or without father and mother, and she grew up on the streets, and she's she's not seeing value in herself. And in in a bid to survive um, the harsh circumstances, she go into prostitution because she didn't see value in keeping herself, right? and she, 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 she sees it as worthless, as far as I can make this much cheddar, let me do it, right? So that's one way human beings can identify themselves. Another way we can identify ourselves, which is negative, right, um, is as being rejected, right? Most times we've, we've, we've um, gone for interviews or seek for job, and they tell us like a big no, and we start, we start we start um what's the word we start doubting ourselves so let me let me give you an example there's something called imposter syndrome right this is this is a syndrome whereby you feel as if you're you're imposing in 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 your your what's the word you're imposing right or you're acting to be someone else whereas you're not someone else so for example because you didn't go through a due process in achieving something when, when you're being um, uh, given accolade for a specific job, being done well, you start feeling like you don't deserve that accolade because you don't go through the regular process. So when you've been rejected over and over and over, you start developing that imposter syndrome. Whereas oh. you're actually good at what you do, but because of the fact that you've been rejected or you, you've experienced failure a lot of times, right? You start seeing yourself as, A rejected failure, failure, right? Another negative way whereby we, women beings identify ourselves is unworthy, we are unworthy, right? Another one, I'm just going to run through them because I don't want to spend so much on them. Um, As unqualified, right? As shameful. So most people that, and this this shameful part can be associated with ladies that have been raped, right? Um, Because of the trauma that comes with being raped, they start identifying themselves as a shameful person, right? So whenever yeah. people, people are, are, or whenever they find themselves in the garden of people, they have this stigma, right? They see themselves as a shameful person, as someone that people would not want to relate to because of that stigma that comes from the rape. Some people see themselves as undeserving of good things. There are some people that have interacted with another that see they can never have, one million millionaire and you ask them why and they respond why i could get one million millionaire. who can dash <laughs> me one million do you understand in their head yeah. they already identify themselves as undeserving of that certain amount do you understand yeah. of of having such um such money right because to them they don't they don't deserve it according to their own mental standards they don't deserve it right another way Negative way whereby um, we humans uh, identify ourselves negatively is unsuitable, right? You might have like a good guy, a a well well-behaved person, but you feel like okay, you're not suitable for this person because you have like a bad past, right? Or you have like a a, a very dark past, and you feel like no, this guy deserves someone better. I'm not suitable for this person, and you start unintentionally ruining the relationship. We also see ourselves as damaged, right? And the last but not the least, this one is mostly uh, particular to the ladies. We see ourselves as ugly. Whoever told you (laughs) you're ugly is a bloody liar. Believe me. Because because the Bible said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You can't be ugly and be fearfully and
3: wonderfully made. It doesn't make sense, right? Um, Mm, Okay. The Bible says that they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 there. And uh, in identifying yourself, the Bible says that um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Are we there? Okay. Uh, for someone like me this evening, I was discussing with someone and I was telling the person that people can identify you. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you.
2: Yeah.
3: I said, people can identify you more than the way you've identified yourself. See, there is this thing about you carrying yourself right. People will honor you. Uh, there is this thing also about you feeling or uh, looking for people to satisfy you, looking for people to tell you, okay, this is yeah, you know, it's common. I do this to my um. My niece, I'll just tell them you are beautiful, so I'll tell them I want to be the first person to tell you and I I hope you know you are, so that you don't go out looking for a guy that will tell you you are beautiful. Now, there is this thing about us discovering ourselves. I've always told people, the cure permanently to envy and jealousy is success. And the greatest success in life is to discover yourself. See, A man that is meant to speak, if he continues to write, he will keep failing at writing because if he had discovered himself, he will know that he has the gift of speaking. He is best at speaking, not at writing. So as long as a man that is expected to be at the engine, is comparing himself to the bankers, he will just keep wasting his time. Discover yourself and stay with you. Just stay with you. There is something about you that makes you, you. Stay with it. Your own might not... You see, the best thing I feel that brings people into all this unnecessary competition and so is, uh, okay, this person has succeeded. There is the way the environment defines success. Oh, jeez. A man that is even doing something and is feeling like, okay, I'm not yet rich. He believes he's not successful. So, there are, this is simple. If you plant a maize and a cocoa, in three months, people are already harvesting the maize. And everybody's is like, wow, this guy is a good farmer. That you've planted a cocoa should not make you compare yourself to the man that has planted maize. Calm True. down. Keep nurturing your cocoa. In two years time, your own cocoa will be ripe. But don't forget, this man that planted maize, we have to keep planting again and again, you know, to have his harvest in three months. You, for the next 10, 15 years, you won't have to plant again. You just keep investing. So understanding yourself, understanding your purpose, on discovering who you are, you know? One of the things I love about ARC is that they send you a mail, they ask you, okay, where do you see yourself best? I remember that when my friend contacted me, I just her, see, I write, and I was discussing with her, I write, but I write by impulse. So, but I can speak anytime, anywhere, any day. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just stick with the podcast session. So you can show me a write-up in ARC now that, ah, someone wrote well, I should not be feeling like, that. why not me? No, it's not why it's not me. I've discovered mm-hmm. myself to be a speaker, not a writer. I agree. Thank God for them. I speak well too. Thank God for me. Some people cannot speak. They can't write. They Mm -hmm. can edit well. Thank God for them. So just discover where you belong. Mm -hmm. Discover yourself. Love who you are. Celebrate it. See, people can't appreciate you when you can't even appreciate yourself. That's the Mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to also understand the place of parents. Parents has done more havoc mm. to many people than because their first immediate environment is our parents. You know, I met with a lady, a busty, beautiful lady, and shockingly, she told me that her mom do insult her because of her bust. That her uh, mom will say, typically uh, like uh, blah blah blah. I had to sit her down. Yes, from me. spiritual perspective, it was a church. I had to sit her down and explain to her how many men, how beautiful she is, how God, many men are praying to God to even find a, you know, things like that, and asked myself the question: What was your mom doing? What was the did the woman really know what the effect of what she has done to you? Because psychologically she had made that lady, instead of seeing what should be a symbol of beauty to her, she's seen it as a symbol of uh, 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 something abnormal, something something irritating, something annoying. Everybody can take advantage of you when you yourself cannot see yourself as being good. That's a very fact. So I just believe that people getting to know themselves Staying with who they are, developing themselves, and you know, like one of my brothers will always say, let your greatest competitor be you, competing with you of yesterday. Thank you. Mm, thank you very much. Thank. You. I think yeah. in every in everything you said, right? What what stand out most you know,
0: for me is that um, we should discover ourselves. We should discover ourselves. We should discover our own identity, and by doing so we wouldn't have to compare ourselves with other people we wouldn't miss out and how do we how do we want to discover our identity for me i would say discovering your identity is finding your identity in Christ, right for me that's like that's like the the best way to do that um so, so the thing is i want people to realize that the most significant identity anyone can ever have right or anyone can ever describe themselves is to describe themselves as sons and daughters of the most high god really Right, yeah. finding finding oneself yeah. in God is finding oneself in life. Right, Jesus Christ is the one and the only way. Right, you can ever find your true worth and identity in this world. Right, any other way, yeah, I'm pretty sure some other some other ways people identify themselves that are not basically bad or negative, but are some people who see themselves or identify themselves with their friends identify them or according to their occupation. So people identify themselves as doctors, as lawyers, right? Some people identify themselves as race or as politicians or based on their marital status or their religion or age or hobby or economic status. These things, these identities are not wrong. Don't get me wrong, yeah? It's not It's not bad to have these um, identities or to associate with these identities, but on the, on the overall scale, right? Finding, your, finding one's identity in Christ, right? Is worthy. Because at the end of the day, if you die, right? You being a doctor is not going to guarantee heaven for you. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anything apart from Christ will leave you feeling dissatisfied and empty, right? Yeah. We are very much complete in Christ alone. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, why, it's why you see some doctors and even psychologists that are even still sad and still take their own life. You wonder, yeah. regardless of, of how much they know, why do they still feel that emptiness? It's because their life or their identity is void of the identity of Christ. In Christ, right, we have a new identity, not the identity of a doctor or, or of a lawyer. For us, right, as child of the most high, and that's our new identity. So our new identity as believers is that we are a child of the most high God. We are sons and daughters of God. We have been forgiven, right? And um we have this awakening in us that sort of makes us fear and love God, right? And we find our identity in Christ in them. Uh, with that being said, I don't know if anybody wants to make any contribution before I continue.
1: Yes, please. Uh, On the aspects of identity, I'm just going to reiterate what I said earlier on before I, um, you know, trim in some more. Right, so I said earlier on that we have two forms of identity. We have the real identity, which is, of course, under that we have the created identity, God, the God-given identity that we receive that creation. We have the learned or achieved identity, that is who you become later, like the doctors that you talked about, right? We work on mm. ourselves, get better, right? So those are learned or achieved identity. And then we have revealed identity, you know? The identity itself is your real identity, but the revealed identity is who you let people see, right? What you it's let people see. Because the you that you present before people, like, um, mm. you are the type that, okay, you have you have all on all the world, right? But you... You don't see yourself. You are not satisfied now. You are not satisfied. Your people see you. People feel, will feel, feel that okay. Uh, 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 this person has everything in the world. But when I when I see him, when I see her, she usually looks sad to me. There's something off about her. Somewhere, right? So I would, you know, link with embracing your identity now Every identity has to do with self-acceptance right exactly. it has to do with you accepting yourself you understanding who you are the discovering aspect that um shego said earlier now you first discovering who you are accepting yourself i would also tie this to what um victor said earlier on you discovering yourself in christ right once you mm-hmm. discover yourself, the only way you can get satisfied with who you are is when you eventually found your identity in Christ. Because it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what you do, you will just find out that you just get, you just get tired, you get empty. Okay, I feel like there is more that I'm meant to do. I just to getting started. because in the world of today. Right, you might say that okay, the identity of of, uh, 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 the identity identity that I show forth to people now is that okay, I'm a doctor, is that I'm a lawyer. But I tell you, there are there are thousands of doctors and lawyers out there. So what makes you stand out? There is something exactly that God gives to all human beings that makes you unique. That makes Victor different from Ma that makes Tolula quite different from Shechan. There is something that God has placed in every individual, right? And those unique things that is placed, those unique virtues and talents is placed makes us different from other people out there. But if we've not found it, we would see that we are we are only replicating um, carbon copies, we are only making carbon copies. There is no original files out there. The only way we can actually get satisfied is. When we found ourselves in Christ, where we discovered ourselves in Christ, that's the only way. Without that, we we'll keep finding out that we are not satisfied. We keep seeing ourselves as empty, right? And that is where um you know low self-esteem comes in. Because of course, if you're if you're not you're not happy with who you are, you would never you would never be seen as happy out there.
0: So thank you very much, Emily. Um so yes, yeah, so embracing our identity, what, what does it mean to embrace our identity? So for me, embracing our identity is basically um, discovering our identity in Christ as being adopted children of God, right? Um, and that's like the only way we can actually identify, we, can, we, can, we should identify ourselves, we should identify ourselves as children of God, because the Bible says we are being made onto unto the Father through Jesus Christ, right? And because of that, because of the fact that Jesus Christ shared his brother, shed, died for us, right? Our sins are basically forgiven. I remember when, when I I gave my life to Christ, and I before then I used to struggle with uh sexual immorality, right? And in my head, I'm like, how because because I already I, I, I identified myself as um what's the word? as someone that was addicted to sex. In as much as I'd given my life to Christ, I'd, I had like a new, a new, um, being, right? My, my, oats, oats, my old my sins are forgiven, like, old are passed away, right? In my head, I, the devil was constantly reminding me in scene, bro, you can't, you can't do you You know why, now? because you're, you understand this. But over mm-hmm. time, over time, after spending, spending time, you know, there were times I would I would I would go to God. And say, oh Lord, my heavenly Father, you must you must stop me from wanting to have sex. There were thought I was praying to God that God kill that urge, kill that urge. <laughs> At some point, I think I was pray to God that it should it should um, what's the word? It should it should make my 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 private part stop functioning so that I don't. But as 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 I continued fellowshipping with God and I, and, I, and I read books. I, I grew, I, as I spread them with God, and I, and I read books, and I read the Bible, I grew, and God opened my eyes to a lot of things, right, and I was able to overcome that, and, and most of the when I think about it, I laugh, like, it, it, I, I laugh at myself, and because then I was, I was, I was, I was, I was quite zealous to serve God, I was, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything that would hurt God, and I found myself in that quagmire, right, and that's because, in as much as I I've given my life to Christ, I was still identified myself as someone that was slave to his flesh. I don't know if that makes mm. sense, right? Yeah. So mm. our 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 identity in Christ has basically given us direct access to the Heavenly Father. And if we ever doubt in ourselves that we can't do something, knowing that God through God all things are possible we should not doubt that should be our identity so embracing our identity basically means embracing our identity as children of God and God has said a lot of things about us so i'm just going to read certain, um, a couple of bible verses um, about what God has said about us and how we should identify ourselves so Romans 8 verse 14 says for all who are led by the Spirit as sons of god so as children of god right we should be led by the spirit regardless of what your flesh is telling you we should always seek to be led by the spirit right um also romans 5 15 8 verse 15 says for you do not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received the spirit of adoption that's where a lot of us still miss it. We even we, we have we have that conviction that we are we are born again, but we still have that spirit of slavery. You know, most times they they give this scenario that when when you tie a a what's it called a horse to a chair, right? He doesn't leave that spot, and that's not because the chair is holding him bound; it's just because. Mentally, right, is if he, he puts a leash to his neck, it he means he's bound. Do you mm-hmm. get it? Yeah. So, because a lot of us have been bound to, 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 uh, have been slave to our flesh, even when we get our freedom, it takes a lot of fellowship with God to actually break that chain, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, he said that we've not been given the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. By whom we cry, Abba, Father. So what that means is, as, as children of God, as people that identify ourselves as believers, as people that embrace that identity as Christians, right? As Christ-like individuals, right? We have direct access to the Father. We are made sons. We are made heirs. So automatically, we, we we have claims to heavenly, heavenly blessings, I don't think that makes sense, because we said this makes me feel, I don't know. Basically, God is the only one that determines who we are. Not your circumstances, not your situation, not your rape case, not not whatever, really. It's only God. If only we could see, we can just see ourselves as how God perceives us. God has said that he has made us wonderfully. He's not, he's not insane. Do you understand? Most times... Yeah. We don't see ourselves from the eye of God. If we can see ourselves from the eye of God, believe me, we'll be walking in clouds because we are we are the apple of God's eye. Do we should know be apple of God's eye? It's not easy. I don't know if that makes sense.
4: Yeah, so, it, yeah does. So,
0: it does. So we, we we are God's beloved children, right? And because of that, right, we should we should always. We should carry it. We should embody it, right? Most times we we we. we That's what right. it's just in It doesn't show in how we see ourselves, in how we carry ourselves. I don't mean we should start working with high shoulders. <laughs>
4: yeah, of
0: course. Of course. Yeah. yeah, but we should embody that Christ-like behavior, right? So. There are are like four ways to embrace um, our identity in Christ. But I just want to hear from you guys before I just go to that. There are several ways, but but, but I like that four ways that sort of helped me in embracing our identity in Christ. But let me just hear from you guys.
1: I think we've not heard from Tolu. Tolu, would you like to share something?
0: Yes, Tolu. Hi, Tolu. Uh,
2: Hello. So, uh, for me, I think a lot lot of us must go on the journey of self-discovery. Just like mm-hmm. you mentioned now, that we are sons of the father, a lot mm-hmm. you can't identify yourself. If you don't know who you are. So most times, I think the mistake come from not knowing whatever it is you represent. If you know what you represent. For I me, mean? as a person, you know, let me let me go particular now. I work with the pension for an investor, and the kind of confidence I assume when I'm talking to customers. Sometimes some of them ask me that, wait, is this your father's company? no mm-hmm. no it, it's not my other company because i know what i'm telling i know who I, am, I know who i'm representing where i am telling, so i can easily tell you something that will blow your mind so it's just very simple if you can if you know you, you can you, you mm-hmm. need to go on that journey of self-discovery before you, can, before you can even identify who you are because a lot of mm-hmm. us don't just go back and look and think, i'm going to do this i'm going to do that but then if you know who you are then that is it you, are the, you know you know, you are you, know you, are the, you are you are the source of the father you, know, you represent a higher being that is higher than everybody i don't know what kind of confidence you need because you have everything you need i think that's my contribution I will awesome. thank you thank you
0: thank you very much Good. any other contribution
1: yeah i i think i would just um you know integrates what tolu just said it's it's you know that that, that was what i, I said earlier why was talking. and I think um Shagun also did justice to that it is always important that you discover yourself first that's the very thing, the, the very first thing uh there's something we call in management B personality traits right the, uh, b5 personality traits um uh, we use an acronym word Ocean for it uh right so it's important that you get to discover who you are understand your person, understand who god has called you to be normally as a man understand okay i would okay i would i would step away from Christ, christendom now right i'm going to talk generally right uh for a child for instance uh, and uh, you know when, when you see that a child you know we, we have different different uh we have you know children are not the same some kids are born and they are left, left-handed right mm-hmm and we find True. out that even most of them they they are very bri- brilliant but well, we have parents out there and teachers you know they, they want to correct the child and say okay uh, yeah, how can you be using your sure. left hand use your right hand at the end of the day I, there's a particular child that you know, you know what the child does when a child wants to write because the child was corrected from using his left hand the child will start writing things upside down
0: oh, wow. upside
1: i'm serious That's in, you know and that yeah. that child has been has been disrupted somehow right It is being they've, they've brought yeah. in a kind of um, unbalanced life right so the child does not even know what he's doing anymore so many at times you no know, that is just that is just an analogy but many at times it's it is that situation is more real It is what people face every day because you might be you might be a person that loves to you loves to draw you love to draw and maybe your own creativity is different for what is known by the world. Maybe you're, the way you, you, you decide, okay, well, my own dad, i stone. I want to be using it to draw on the, on the wall. Though. And people are saying, ah, which one is this? It is pencil we used to draw. It is a brush and this and this that we used to draw. And the, because of societal norms, because of, um, you know, you're not accepted in the society, then your talent is drowned, right? And because of that, we keep lacking. We keep lacking um, creative minds in the world, right? People are beginning to put away themselves, and, and they're beginning to take on the norm of society. We need to say that okay, this is how things are done. Let me just do it that way. Let me just go that way, and everyone keeps mo- moving the same way. And there's there's nothing there's, not, there's nothing creative about the world. I would keep saying that okay, we need a change. Something needs to be done in this world. But those who are meant to bet uh, that change are being what they are being disallowed from it they are being silenced by the world. it is important that you understand who you are and accept it embrace it. that's why i said earlier that christ helps you out with this because if if you don't have christ in you your identity will be silenced it will be watered down by the world around you but the moment you have christ in you you're able to embrace who you are and know that yes i may be a, a stammerer but it doesn't mean that, you, you imagine um, uh, Moses, he said he was the stammerer, right? he couldn't do what God wanted him to do. But the beautiful thing about it was that the moment he listens to God, even with his stammering, he was able to, to do perfectly well. And God, God did great things through him. The moment God steps into your ship, you you understand that what you see as um, crazy, what you see as odd, what you see as strange, will become the celebrated thing in the world tomorrow. So that is what I have to say,
0: Victor. Really, your words have been identifying, been so thank you very much. Um, so, yes, yeah, so embracing um, one's identity, how do we embrace, uh, or how can we embrace one's identity in Christ as being an adopted son of God? So this is just for, there are numerous ways, but this is just for, I'm just going to highlight like this for. And, for me, this is very personal because it has sort of helped me or it helped me, right? Um, so one of them is spending time in the presence of God, right? And and this has helped me be, yeah, it, it has sort of molded me to be the kind of person that I am right now, right? So I I I did a lot of, of learning and learning. So before I used to struggle with Identity crisis growing up, right? Especially in my university days, because I always wanted to prove a point. I wasn't about, I wasn't about big boys, or I wasn't as rich as some of the big boys in my school, right? But I had big boys as friends, people that had money, right? And people that like, people perceived the certain way, and because I wanted to feel that more, right? I started doing certain things in certain ways, right? And over time instead of becoming my numb, right? And I know when I gave my life to Christ, I struggled because I knew that was not me. That is isn't me. Like you know, you know when you do know that, this is not this is not who you are. I, I, I was feeling like a charade, like a, <laughs> an imposter in my own body. Right? I don't know if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when when I gave my life to Christ, one of the one of the prayers I was praying was God to enable you to help me accept me for who I was at the time, right? And spending time with with, um, with believers in the company of believers opened my eyes to a lot of things. Listening to God's words, fellowshipping, devotion with God's words, opened my eyes to a lot of things. I had to do a lot of unlearning. So funny so thing is, I, I wasn't as lucky as a lot of people that had mentors to put them through. But I spent time listening to to YouTube videos, to preachings. Like I was always listening to something that period was reading one book or the other. And I would say the Holy Spirit took me through a journey of, of learning and relearning, right? And as of now, I'm very confident in myself. And my confidence in myself is not even about what I've achieved or what I have or the amount in my account. Right. But my confidence is in my in my in my knowledge or in my relationship with God. Right. In my so sometimes, sometimes I even ask myself that, oh well, what what have I done to deserve certain rema or certain revelation that God gives me? Right. But I'm then reminded that it's God's love and not even as a result of my own workings and my own dreams. Right? Yeah. So one one of the ways to embrace our identity one is to fellowship, like continuous devotion and fellowshiping with God. Right, the more you fellowship with God, the more you realize more. This is why you should love yourself and why God loves you that much, making you want to love yourself more. Another one is is um, memorizing the Word of God. There's a time I struggled with anxiety, <laughs> and Anxiety comes with identity crisis. I don't know if Tolu can confirm this. He's a psychologist there, Tolu.
2: You yeah, agree with you, sir? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I struggled a lot with anxiety, especially 2018, 2019. I had serious anxiety issues. And believe me, what helped me that period was the word of God. I remember there was one time in 2018, I was always afraid of leaving my house because I hit my head. In my head, I believe that if I was walking on the road, either bike or bus or something it just hits me, I just jump. <laughs> that <laughs> <Okay>. was <out>. how <laughs> Yeah. So, funny thing is, I, I never, I just that, just period that I was scared. I had anxiety, right? I remember I, I couldn't leave my house because I was afraid of something happening to me. But the scripture that I really had on to was Psalm um, 91, verse 16. With, with long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? So whenever I was walking on the road, I was scared. I would just be reciting and reciting and reciting. It. And before you knew it, it became my reality. Before you mm-hmm. knew it, I stopped being afraid of, of going out. right? Because I memorized the word of God. I memorized what God had said over my life. Like this, this I told people that I can't die in an accident. Back then, I couldn't. Because I, there's, there's an assurance that I have right now that I can't die in an accident. I know. Because I have a covenant with God, that I'm going to die on my bed. It's going to be on my bed. Like that's 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 my covenant with God, right? So and and and, and I can't be explain these things if if I I hadn't um, uh, memorized the word of God. I had certain word of God that I that I, I hold on to, right? I don't know if that makes sense, right? So yeah, so. One of the ways yeah, whether bring- we, can, we can embrace our identity is by continuous um, memorization of God's word, like studying God's word, like studying to the point that it becomes your reality. Not just reading it, but studying mm-hmm. to the point that it becomes your... Funny thing is, there are times I, I read God's word and for that particular day, right, I just get a particular revelation of what that word is supposed to do in my life that day, and it just comes to play. Mm. Right. The other way in which we can embrace um what's it called? Embrace I, our identity. Our identity is by meditation on God's word, right? Not just um hearing God's word, also listening to prophecies over our life, right? Getting people to prophesy positively. Also, you prophesy positively. We are we are oracles of God. We are God's mm-hmm. mouthpiece. But right? the Bible says, "If the decree in heaven, on earth, is decreed in heaven, and and why and why that is so is because we are joint here to Jesus Christ, who is an authority okay. in heaven. You, so so yeah. during this period, I was always I was always prophesy positivity like positive stuff over my life, over myself, over my family. And whenever those those thoughts came, those negative thoughts came, I had like a back and I had something to fight back to because I listened to this message. I listen to this prophecy over my life. I listened to stuff. Like I was loaded. I had something to give back. Do you understand?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Then thing for me is replacing old thoughts with new thoughts. So you can't you, you can't want something to change and, by doing the same old things right like i said I, I i struggled with before before i gave my life to christ i struggled with sexual immorality right and when i give my life to christ i was using that same old approach that i was a believer, so when i was an, an unbeliever to face my new reality in christ but then after reading a lot of books and talking to God and praying to God, my eyes opened. I had like a new revelation, I had like a new thought on mm-hmm. how to go out. I we are we are not subjected to our our flesh, right? But rather mm-hmm. the flesh is a subject to the spirit. Yeah. So instead of instead of when, when those odds came, instead of me um succumbing to it, saying, ah, it has come, it's this. my body, I can't help it. That, that that used to always be my line. I can't help it. Meditation on the word of God, um, listening to word prophecies over one slide, uh, is another way to embrace our identity. Knowing, knowing what God, what God says about your life, right, will boost one's confidence in oneself. And lastly, is replacing old thoughts with new ones. Right? Um, you can't say, you can't, you can't think that you, a rape victim, and not be a rape victim. You can't see, perceive yourself as, as a poor man, and not act like a poor man. Right. Mm. If, if you want, if you want things to change about your identity, it has to start with how you think or perceive yourself. Right. Yeah. So I, I mention of someone I was having a conversation with. Right. And I told the guy that, what if you just had one millionaire in your account? I was like, how do we have one He like, can, he ne- cannot, it can never have one Like in my head, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <well, laughs> and the guy kept on saying one millionaire from where from where will it come from i'm like it's just one millionaire, I'm like bro JK. so yeah in his head in his head i don't know if it is on circumstances is he has found himself in but in his head yeah he, he can't he can't be a millionaire like it's impossible for him it's an impossible thing right i like that so it might be getting his heart so it is right. Yeah. So we need to replace old thoughts, old ways of how we perceive ourselves with new ways. I was I made mention that before. I used I used to um, indulge in sexual immorality. I thought maybe I was I I I I couldn't help it. Right. That was like my biggest catch catchphrase. you catch, me why I why I used to fall into it. I, was, I, I couldn't help it. My, my, my body, I couldn't help it. But then after reading several books and, and fellowshipping with God, I came to the realization that I'm not, I'm not subject to my flesh, but rather my flesh is my flesh is subject to my spirit. So instead of me admitting or in my head saying, um, I can't help it. That's me being slave to my flesh. I changed, I changed my my confession from it can't happen, it will happen, I can't indulge in it. And I have get that over time I was able to resist because that mentality of I can't help it, I started killing it. Right? So we need to replace old thoughts with new ones. And how you get new ones is by finding what god has said over our life praise mm. the lord so that's that from my end other contribution
1: i'm just gonna quote second corinthians 5 17. it says that if any man in christ is a new creature all things are past away; all things have become new meaning that your past is your past right so, um, you should embrace what you have, what's, what you, who you have become now, right? Uh, I'm, I'm careful to say that, right? Uh, in the context of you being in Christ now, embrace your being in Christ and forget about your past. Yes, it's not as if you're going to be raised completely. So it's like changing your mentality and understanding, like what you said, you're not subject to your flesh, but to your spirit right I you know that okay if christ it means that i am free indeed so meaning that you tell the devil to get out yes i did those things but god has saved me christ has forgiven me and i'm i'm free and also ever the son of master said free already right so what i have received now is who i am not what i was in the past right so that is it from me
0: thank you very much so I'm just going to read one last sentence and we're gonna close. So each time um we fail, um and as each time we fail as believers, I want to automatically think and say, okay, I'm stupid, I'm dummy, I'm an idiot, how can I do this? How can I do this? Please, as believers, replace those thoughts, those negative thoughts, those negative words with the verse from Psalm 133 and 139 which says that you are wonderfully made mm. See, so yeah, it takes a lot of strength to profess positivity in a downtime but the mm-hmm. truth is it works so instead of it's, it's, instead of scolding yourself or beating yourself down in your down state why not edify your spirit why not elevate your spirit with words that edify your soul right like let your spirit man know that you're wonderfully made. Let your flesh know that yes, in as much as you've made this mistake, you've failed at this particular thing, or you you you, you didn't get this interview, or or this or, or you didn't pass that job interview. Regardless of that, you are still wonderfully made. To do right. You have a father in heaven who you are the apple of his eyes. That if that alone, like it's a big deal that alone really is the biggest deal because if you fail to pay, he can move like he can he can crash that whole company just for you to get another that job that's the truth yeah. yeah that's the kind of father that we are but most times we underrate god and we glorify our our, our situation which is wrong we should do the other way around as believers as people that are that that, that are called to to manifest god's glory on earth right we should glorify God, right, and under our situation. And uh-huh. on that note, that's where we're going to end today's session. any please, could you just close the prayer? Close, just say close the prayer for us so we can wrap up.
1: Uh, I have only want to thank. You. Thank you. For this black life again, I, I want to thank you especially because. You have called us as best but I'm glad because um we can even share from our own experiences and people can get to know that it's not as as some uh um, no, islands of God can really do great things with, with people, right? For them to know that it doesn't matter what they're going through, there is a way out. For them to know that God indeed can save. I'm thankful to you because you have we have visited our life, you have made Something from nothing yeah. you have put out of our new faith, Lord. I'm totally thankful for that. I pray that in the same way that you've helped us, Lord, that you reach out to our audience out there and whoever is going through one thing or the other as to identity, that you would step into that situation and save them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. That you help them to who.
3: Amen. They
1: Help them to embrace me, help them to help you to through your eyes in the name of
3: Amen. Amen. to Amen.
1: Through your eyes in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the only thing that God does is to put people down completely to so them that, oh, you are beyond, you You cannot be saved, you are beyond redemption and all that. But I want you, God, to be able and let them know that Jesus thinks and let them know that nothing is impossible. And let them know that they are beautiful, they are wonderfully moved, that you yourself can can make their life glorious, God. I pray that this would be done in their lives in the name of Jesus. We give Amen. them the glory, God. You're you still gonna be to so you be all the full forever. In Jesus' name. Amen Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, everybody.
0: Um, I want to say a big thank you. Um, yeah, so see you next episode. And we hope that this episode actually impacts your life in one way or the other. And we bless God because we've been at a stormy episode to touch lives. So, thanks more. See you next episode of Breaking Free. We love you, and stay blessed. Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song, shut of deliverance Whoa. from my enemies to long. love has called my name and I've been born